What's going on, El Paso? You're listening to the Coldest Zone Podcast Season 4 with your hosts, Ed Stansberry and Jason Flores. We're talking about all the top players, teams, and coaches in the Sun City. Yeah, you think you know, but you have no idea. Don't miss out on the behind-the-scenes talk of who's dominated on Friday Night Lights. Download the Coldest Zone Podcast on your favorite podcast application. Gia! Come on. Coldest Zone Season 4 is sponsored by PPR Real Estate and Thomas Folden. All my life, they be trying to keep me down. All this time, they thought I'd make it out. No, no. Hey, hey. All my life, damn! I get hyped up with that song, That's my dog. That's a good song, dude. That's a really good song. Uh, like let me that. vibe real quick, man. On this beautiful Sunday afternoon. Cause the shit that I spit out is a cheat code, like a face in a rico. Nigga, put a hit out. Ah, and another one, and another one. I got like a hundred of Ah, yeah, yeah. I'm ready to go, baby. Now let me hit this chorus real quick. Hit that hook. Here we go. Welcome everybody to the coldest zone. It's your boy Ed Stansberry and J Flo Jason Flores. Hey, yo, episode four. You ready? Let's go, man. That is go. I'm go time, my dog. I am season ready. I like your energy this week. I like your energy. Let's keep it going, man. We got a good one in store for our audience, man. Approaching 27,000 downloads, Uh, man. I am feeling good. Week one. Let's go, dude. Week one humbled me, dog. Hey. It humbled me. Mm. Prove. What do we always say? <laughs> prove me right or prove me <laughs> wrong. wrong? We got proved wrong. <laughs> well, uh, well not, not, not all of us, hey, my dog. You, you, nah, you know, it wasn't it wasn't our best, but you know, we still getting into uh, <laughs> we still getting into the groove, uh, my guy. But uh, dog, yo, what, I'm excited what, for this episode. What man. a first week, dude, man. You know what? But it all paid off, dog. We put a lot of time in before this season started, dude, mm-hmm. and. Um, and so did these teams that came through. I'll tell that, you one uh, thing. We weren't ready for that. I'll man. tell you one thing. We we were wrong, and we'll get into it here in a few minutes, Jay. But uh, we just don't hand out respect. You know what I mean? You no. got to earn that respect. And a lot of these teams certainly uh, put a step forward, put a foot forward mm-hmm. in earning uh, that respect. So, Dude, there was, uh, hey, there's a lot of teams, dog, that uh, it wasn't just us that didn't pick these teams, dude. Mm. There was a lot of people out there that did not pick these teams to win, mm. uh, and they came through. Uh, but I could tell you who else put some work in, man. Who's that? Is that eighth grade Don Haskins? Hey. What's that? You tell we need to get that you tell fight song, Don Haskins, man. You got that? That's an extra two hundred dollars. Hey, no, man. Yeah, Don Haskins uh, went out there yesterday against Wiggs, who they lost to last year in the seventh grade. Um, it was a sloppy game. Okay, I mm-hmm. will say that uh, time of possession was very uh, lopsided. Wiggs seemed like they had the ball. The whole damn game with uh, the offense that they were running. But uh, Haskins and uh, those kids out there, man, West and Rome included, uh, they did a good job. Final score, 14-0. West uh, really uh, impressed me on the defensive side of the ball for uh, for week one. He was flying around, uh, knocking dudes out, man. I think he took two kids out of the game. Uh, (laughs) Offensively, uh, offensively, I didn't like the way he was throwing the ball. Mm-hmm. Uh, there were a couple of drops. I think he had two touchdowns, uh, pa- two touchdown passes that were dropped uh, in the end zone. Uh, but uh, they just didn't have, they couldn't get in the groove. They couldn't find that rhythm 
Uh, but uh, next week they got Navarrete at uh, I think they're playing at Austin High School mm, uh, Saturday. Cool. Uh, so that's going to be a fun one. Coach Gonzalez and, and the staff is going to have them ready. But uh, hey, Dude. to get a dub week one. Yeah, there you go. That's how you start the season. Yeah. Get that week one kind of jitters out the way. Right. Yeah. Uh, let's go bang. Let's go hit and let's go get it done. No doubt. Uh, speaking of Coach Gonzalez. Shout out to him, man. His, both his sons played varsity, and they played against each other this past Friday. And they both did well. They both, you did know, Burgess well. lost this game pretty, uh, uh, pretty bad. But uh, you know, both. Uh, yeah, Devin did really well. I think he went over 100 yards receiving, yeah, no doubt, um, and a touchdown. And of course, Dylan, man, holy cow, sophomore sensation from Del Valle, man, Dylan Gonzalez. Uh, three catches, uh, three touchdowns, my dog. Hey, I'll tell you like what. Like that. He, that's going to officially put him on the Stansberry certified watch list. Ooh. Uh, so you keep doing your thing. He's been waiting for that hat, too, my dog. <laughs> He's been asking for that hat since eighth grade, uh, yeah, my dog. No doubt about it. AJ, but hey, before we get into the football, man, this is uh, last week we talked about it. Uh, this has been a very special year for us because of our, our title sponsor, uh, PPR Real Estate and Thomas Folden. And drum roll, please. We have uh, Mr. Thomas Folden in studio this year, originally from Detroit, the 8th mile. Actually, he might be from the 7th mile. We'll get that cleared up here in a second. But for our Coda Zone uh, audience, for our listeners, please welcome the main man, the one and only Mr. Thomas Folden. Let's go. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for having me on, man. This is badass. Hey, there you go, man. I like that music choice. Yeah, man. A little too short. I was going to play some uh, D12, some Eminem, you know. Oh, man. But I thought maybe he's going to want to battle or something, do some rap battle. <laughs> How you feeling, Thomas? I'm good. I'm good. You guys are you guys are doing some awesome stuff, man. I'm just glad to be a part of it. Thank you so much. Yeah, I really appreciate it, man. Real quick, uh, to, I just want to get into your background a little bit so our, our audience uh uh, gets to know who you are and what your background is. Uh, I think we said it before, uh, retired from the military. Thank you for your service. Uh, yes. 20 years as a, as an MP, military policeman. Uh, you were in the infantry as a mortarman. Talk to us about that life, uh, Thomas. You know, Jason, his, his family, his dad uh, was in the Army. My dad uh, retired from, from the Army. Uh, when he retired, he moved here to El Paso. We know about that, but being active duty to be able to retire, talk to us about that, about the, um, that life for you. Yeah, I'd say, you know, right out the gate, I'd say uh, two words, competitive and structured, man. Mm. So, like, my first five years in the infantry is very, very, very competitive. So, uh, everybody's on their A game, so you're always pushing really hard, doing, you know, doing your work and, and getting everything done. And then when I switched over to uh, to become a military policeman, everything was very, very structured yeah. and, uh, and professional. So, it was very, very cool. Dog, paratrooper, you've jumped <laughs> out of 36 airplanes and helicopters. Yeah. Damn. Man, you could. You. What what is that yeah. like, bro? I mean, so so you know, with my dad being in the army, all I all I grew up with, he was 18 years old and got sent to Vietnam. So my whole childhood, you know, I pretty much grew up on Fort Bliss. Everything we did yeah. was on Fort Bliss. Uh, you know, I'm listening to all his stories, the stuff that he would talk to me about. Uh, but what what is that like, man, to 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 do stuff like that? Are you just like uh, I, I have no idea what the, your thought, pro what somebody's thought process is when when you're put into situations like that? Yeah, well, I tell you, it's not courage uh, at all. So uh, <laughs> so the first, uh, you know, I joined the Army. I was 17 years old. My first five planes I was ever on, I jumped out of. Damn. It, it was no option uh, for us. So, you know, the the, the drill sergeants are actually the, the black hats back then. They, you know, you jumped out. That was it. There yeah. was no question. You just went out and that was it. But the first time uh, jumping out of a plane, very, very scary. Uh, actually, the four time was the scariest because they said they had alligators down there. The oh, hell no. <laughs> I would have waited. I would have done this. Hey. Like this. I would have been like kind of faking getting out. No, no, no. A little bit more. <laughs> yeah, they, they gave us a, a little brief. It was dark, and uh, they said, look, if you land in the water, uh, you know, get up and get out real quick because there's alligators. And I'm like, I'm from Detroit, mm. bro. Like, that's not happening. Nah. And, and sure enough, I landed in the water. 
That oh, is no. crazy, man. That is crazy. I have, uh, you know, I have the utmost respect uh, for our servicemen and women, uh, you know, being in El Paso, growing up on Fort Bliss. Um, you know, that was that was my life to be surrounded by, uh, uh, you know, people that serve this country. And I uh, there's like a small part of me. There's a part of me that always wanted to know what would have what my life would have been like. Uh, if I would have enlisted, I, I've, I've tell this story all the time. Um, you know, when I go out and do my public speaking, my motivational speeches uh, at schools here in El Paso, I talk about my dad sitting me and my brothers down at a young age and giving us the option. You know, you you either go out using your athletic ability and get a scholarship or you go option B, which is what he did. You you enlist and, and join the army. Uh, obviously, uh, you know, I got the scholarship, me and my brothers, but a part of me always wanted to know what it would have been like if I would enlisted. And, uh, you know, a few years back, this is a funny story. I had a buddy, uh, Chris Lees. He, he went to Andrus was an all-star back then. We, we lived close together, uh, in, in, uh, Southern California, but, uh, he took me out to a Jane Wayne day. Are you familiar with that? Uh, Thomas? No, I'm not. it's a, it's a, it's a day where, uh, active duty, uh, um, um, Oh uh, yeah, going through like uh, service members. Yes, yeah, dude. Okay. And I get out there, and you know, this is about <laughs> ten years after I had finished playing in the NFL, and and uh, you know, I walk in there and I was like, "Yo, I want to be a sniper." And I'm telling you, and, and uh, Chris, he was a captain at the time. He busted out laughing. He said, man, you're big ass. You'd be the one hanging from a tree limb uh, in the tree. The, the limb almost down on the ground because you're so big. <laughs> he big said, you better tree. you better find something uh, else. But uh, uh, tell us uh, tell us how it's been uh, retiring and, and, and moving here to El Paso. What brought you and your wife and the family here to El Paso? Well, I retired in 2017 from Fort Leonard, Missouri, and then uh, my wife, she still had a few years to go, so she came here to Fort Bliss on orders, and, uh, you know, within a year, I was like, uh, hey, you know, we, we need to decide whether El Paso is uh, is home for us, and I spent more time in the Army than I did in Detroit, so... Wow. Uh, so having a strong military community here, yeah. it's it's like this is home, and and there's a lot of stuff here, and uh, great opportunities for the kids and things like that. So that's that pretty much made it, uh, dude. That yeah, is done deal. That is so common for um you know for all the retired military, they love it here in El Paso. Like yeah, this is do. a great place to call home. And you said your wife's from where? Uh, she's from New York. New yeah. York, seven. Yeah. Shout out, Miss Folden. Shout out, Yvonne. <laughs> Shout out, Concrete Jungle. You know what I mean? Damn, New hey, York. Hey. I don't know nobody in Yonkers. I don't know nobody in Yonkers. <laughs> That's cool, man. Thomas, man, we really appreciate you coming in, stopping by, man. What hey, really quick, Jay. What's up? Thomas was an athlete back in the day. Oh. Yeah. It wasn't yeah. on the football field, but he was a burner dog. He had that speed. Talk about that in Detroit, Thomas. Uh, uh, just give us a quick little background on on uh, the sports and stuff that you did. Yeah, so uh, you've seen the movie, uh, the movie Varsity Blues and uh, how everybody was about football. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. My town was that way with wrestling. So ah. everybody went out. We wrestled five years old. We was in Greco and, and, uh, and freestyle. And, and that was pretty much it. All the way through graduation of high school. Like you nice. Wrestled, and that was it. And so uh, in order to wrestle, you had to do off-season sport. And so for me, it was track. Ah. And I was fast, man. Yeah. I was yeah. real fast. Yeah, I ran a four fifteen mile in regionals. And, wow! Uh, yeah, so I was super, super blazing fast. Four fifteen. Yeah, yeah. that is very, moving. Very fast. I warm up at four. It takes me four fifteen <laughs> to walk a uh, hundred hundred meters. Yeah. <laughs> so the only problem was, uh, you know, the the coaching and the teachers and 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 even my family. You know, there was nobody pushing you or giving you the guidance to uh, to kind of you know, tell you what you need to do and where you need right. to go and, and how to succeed in life. So, you know, it was either uh, graduate, go to work or graduate mm -hmm. and, and go to the army. And yeah. that's just kind of what I did. So 17 years old, I joined the army. And then, uh, you know, that's what I like about what you guys are doing here. You guys are giving a platform to these, to these, uh, to these young men and, uh, you know, motivating them, giving yeah. them something to look forward to. And then, and then broadcasting their names out, uh, you know, further from El Paso. So I think it's, it's awesome. No doubt about it. You heard it right here, man. Mr. Thomas Folden, the burner. <laughs> uh, well, uh, buckle up, uh, Mr. Folden. Enjoy the ride. We're going to yes, keep sir. you in uh, for the full episode. 
and give you the proper introduction yeah. to El Paso, Texas high school football. football. Let's get it going, Jerry Flo. Where are we going to start, baby? All right, man. Let's start off, Ed. We had a busy week, man. Again, some people call it. We'll go through this again because I've heard it already on social media. It's week zero. Nah, it's a week nah, one, man. man. It's week one. Enough of all that stuff. But okay. anyway, first week, man. Uh, a lot of great games, a lot of great matchups, a lot of teams that we didn't uh, think that were going to win came through and proved us wrong, my dog. But let's start off on the west side, man. Uh, so Franklin took on Centennial. Um, we knew that Centennial was a powerhouse, man. They um, uh, powerhouse in New Mexico uh, got their butts beat. Uh, their first week of uh, football came into El Paso and Franklin looked a little bit shaky at first, man, but they came through and uh, had a really good second half. Yeah. When, when, uh, when I was getting prepped for this game on Friday night, looking to see what happened uh, in week one for Centennial, man, that they had a rough outing. Uh, Their quarterback uh, had four interceptions. I don't think he threw the ball for more than 50 yards. Uh, rushing, I think uh, two guys uh, combined for a total of 40 or 50 yards. They were really struggling to get things going on the offensive side of the ball. So I knew uh, Franklin, if they could gel and gel quick um, coming out uh, on Friday night, uh, uh, they were going to have the upper hand. But uh, like we battle every year, Jay, mm-hmm. weather was a problem. Um this game got, I think they kicked off at 8 o'clock, yeah. a, a full hour yeah. uh, behind. That presents a, a lot of uh, uh, challenges uh, for us on uh, us and Colin and Sam and the whole crew on nine overtime. But Franklin came out with the leader, Shea Smith, like we thought he would. And he mm-hmm. carried this team, man. But let me tell you right now. I was impressed with Jordan Morales. We talked about Mm. it in previous episodes. He needed to be more physical as a runner this year. I saw it on Friday night. Jordan is doing what he needs to do to help take uh to help take some of the load off of Shea and get this offense going yeah because that's what good running backs do to for for like their quarterbacks right yeah uh, I mean there's yeah. a lot of running backs it's, it's, that's a very typical thing so Thomas uh, Jason is referencing back. himself back in the day oh, is that what, uh, I'll, I'll just, you know I'll just state facts man I didn't mean to do being being like a running back for the number two uh, quarterback in the country <laughs> but you're welcome. You know what I'm saying? You're welcome. Uh, but anyway, uh, Franklin came out victorious 29-17 over Centennial. Um, Americas took on Las Cruces, went out and did their thing, 44-19. Mark Moore, hey, we talked about Mark Moore uh, needing for him to uh, tighten up on his throws, right? Completed 71% of his passes. There you go, my that's, boy. That's what it's going to take, man. And sophomore running back, Cameron uh, Johnson, 10 carries, 149 yards and three touchdowns. You can't beat that on the offense. Dog, it was Johnson. Dumas was out there. Um, The little brother of Aaron Dumas, he was getting involved. Uh, America's has some weapons this Mm -hmm. year, and teams better take notice because the Trailblazers look damn good last Thursday. All right, let's move on. Conatheo took on Pebble Hills. Um, We we saw this game as uh, a very competitive game until Lalo got hurt, right? Yeah. And we're like, damn, this is going to be a tough one for, uh, you know, like for the Eagles. Uh, and we thought Pebble Hills were going to come in here and just blow them out the game. Mm, were we not wrong? So yeah, and I'll tell you so what, far. Jay, the Corna, uh, the Canateo, excuse me, the Canateo coaching staff was not happy uh, about your comments uh, <laughs> against uh, Canateo uh, last week. Mm. And, uh, man, we called this one wrong. Pebble Hills, to me, did not look polished. That Pebble Hills team I saw was not the same Pebble Hills team, was not the same Gaello Choa that I saw beat Permian at the sack uh, last year. They have a lot of things to work out. I think they're going to be okay. Yeah, no need, no need to throw your hands in the air or do anything like that. Pebble Hills is going to be fine, but Canateo did what Canateo always does. They come ready. That defense travels. They were ready to go, and it came down to a fourth quarter field goal with less than a minute left for Pebble Hills to win this game. Hey, man, listen, at the end of the day, a dub is a dub, my dude. You know what I'm saying? Uh, So shout out to them. Um, I think Ochoa, first game, kind of like – he was nervous, I think. 
Uh, Gael, listen to me. Protect yourself when you're running that rock, my guy. Protect yourself at all costs, dog. You cannot help this team on the sideline. Uh, Quarles out there running the rock, man. 19 carries, 135 yards. Uh, Dorian Jadamillo, uh, probably one of the best linebackers here in the city of El Paso, 12 tackles. Uh, they balled out, man. They, you know, they did good. Uh, um, I think they got to work on a few things, tighten up a little bit, uh, because uh, they got their hands full next week against Del Valle. Jaramillo, another guy that I got on my radar, my certified radar. He really looks good. Uh, Twelve tackles. Uh, that's gonna. That's what it's gonna take for him uh, to be a leader on that defense. Somebody I do want to talk about also. Jeremiah Knox looked poised as a senior quarterback for Canateo. Mm. He is the Tim Tebow of the <laughs> nine one five. That's who he reminds me of, man. And if he can gain more confidence as a passer watch out for scott brooks and the canateo eagles dude he completed 85 percent of his passes well there you go there you go right there, there you go. when you need mealtime inspiration it's worth shopping kroger where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie and no matter what tasty choice you make you'll enjoy our everyday low prices plus extra ways to save like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Let's move on. Eastwood took on South Lake Carroll. We knew this was going to be tough for the Troopers. Um, 21 to 70, uh, Mm. South Lake Carroll. Listen, that is a top five team in the state of Texas. And when I say top five team, that means they'll take on Eh, probably about the bottom 10 in college football. Texas comes with some really good talent easy. here in the state of Texas. Uh, Mihada's 279 yards, two touchdowns. They got a new wide receiver out there, man. Rudy Garcia, 10 receptions, 153 yards and two touchdowns. Um, they'll come back to El Paso and just pick up where they left off, man. They'll keep going. Uh, heal the bumps and bruises, uh, you know, uh, that's tough, traveling that far um, and to take an L, but uh, uh, Julio Lopez already put it out there. He's fine. He's okay with what he saw from his team, uh, and they're getting ready for uh, their, their game week, week two. They're going to be just fine. All right, let's move on. Lubbock took on Socorro. Socorro scored 27 points, man. We cannot be mad at that, but uh, really, unfortunately, Lundy <clears throat> scored thirty-seven. Man. Hey, so, uh, Socorro, somebody that Thomas kind of likes uh, out there. Uh, you know, uh, uh, give us your thoughts, Thomas. What do you think about Socorro? Oh man, well, I'm hoping for him. That's for sure. My son's <laughs> there, uh, he's in elementary school. But, there you uh, go. They they've struggled, but uh, for for the Bulldogs uh, under uh, under well, it's his second year. Um, Coach Cano at Socorro, they, I don't think they've put 27 points up in the last decade. Yeah, that's right. Uh, so that is a step in the right direction against a tough Lubbock team. So, uh, you know, we'll look for Socorro to get better every week. That's all we can ask, right? All right, let's 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 move on and stay in uh, District 6A. Montwood took on Midland uh, on paper. This looked pretty even, man, but uh, Midland came out with the victory 39-7 to over Montwood. Any, any word on how uh, Claudio did? Uh, less than 50 yards, if mm. I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but you got to give him that rock. I think he got less than 15 carries, man. You got to give him that rock a little bit. Uh, Feed that big boy, man. He need, to ha- he need to touch that rock 20, 30 times a game. Diego Oaxaca had a pretty good game. I think he went up and uh, got just about a little bit over 80 yards that game. Not too bad, man. They'll 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 uh, come through. Yeah, no doubt. All right, let's move on. Bel Air took on Irvin. Ah, oh, this one hurt, man. Jesus. I know, you know, I know we didn't pick Irvin, but sixty spot, man. How you gonna give up a sixty spot? Noah Moreno, one hundred thirty nine yards, two touchdowns, and he ran for one hundred and seven yards 
on the ground. Chris man. Davis went off. They all went off. <laughs> 60 to 0, that means they all went off. I know. <laughs> yeah, pretty uh, much. Come on, man. Irvin's got to do a little bit better than that. But shout out to the Highlanders, man. They went out and did what they were supposed to do. Uh, I just can't. That doesn't sit right with me, Irvin, losing that bad. All right, let's move on then, because I don't want to talk about it any more right. than we are. Uh, right. Bowie took on Hanks, man. Coach Feliz is happy. Uh, it is against Bowie, but a dub is a dub. 56-32 over Hanks. Uh, that offense looks really good, man. That offense looks really, really good. So um, it's going to be a big test for them next week. Let's move on. Horizon took on Jefferson. Dog. Jefferson got shut out. Jeff I didn't got see. Shut out. I didn't see this happening, man. Uh, shout out to Horizon. Shout out to Coach. Uh, yeah. Fifteen to zero. Uh, I, I picked Jefferson. Who'd you pick in this one? I picked Horizon. Oh, you did. You yeah. went Horizon. Okay, yeah. so I, I got proved wrong on I this. Think I did. Um, <clears throat> I was pleasantly <laughs> surprised uh, with the way Horizon came out week one. Uh, I'm not going to just hand out respect, and these dudes certainly are starting to earn some respect. So shout out to uh, uh, Dwan Smith and the, and the Rising Scorpions. All right, now let's move on to what really, really counts around this end. Mm. You know what I'm saying? The pick'em. You remember, you're like, hey, Jay, let's pick them. Let's see how good you are. Uh, uh, real year, quick. Real... You were bad. You were bad. Time out. Time Jeez. out. Time out. Let's bring, in, let's bring Thomas in. Give Thomas a background of these pickups because on this episode, Mr. Folden of PPR Real Estate, the boutique style real estate. Look out. Is that good? Is that good enough, That's Thomas? Nice. Okay. He is going to join us <laughs> on these pickums uh, for week two. Okay. Now you may proceed, Jay Okay, Flo. so, and that sounds all great, Thomas. <laughs> man, you're going to have such a great time. You're going to have a great time. But before we get into all that wonderful life of Ed thinks it's going to be, let's go ahead and go back to week one and where everybody stands. So we put it out there. Whoever wants to jump on, jump on. And Sean Salazar wanted something. He got that smoke, too. Let's go ahead and move up. on. Hold up, I thought Sean won. Why am I at the bottom of the list? Let's move and let's go to our games. We took, all right, Eastlake took on Andrus, man. Eastlake did what they were supposed to do, 33-0. to zero. We all picked Eastlake. That's okay. So that means you get one point. I get one point, and so does Sean. Yeah. All right, that's how this goes, my dude. If you don't, if, if, if you pick wrong, you don't get a point. God, Jay, let me talk about this real quick. You got that? Jeez. I'm sorry, queued up. Go I'm ahead. sorry. Yeah. Let me. Let me How, I, I just explained to El Paso and Beyond last episode that is Luke Lomali. Oh my God, Luke Lomali. And then here we go, my dumb ass on nine overtime, and I go Luke Lomeli. That's, that's what I should have done. When you, it was coming out of your mouth. You're like Luke, and it got stuck. I, I should have beat the hell out of you. Luke, I can't believe I said Luke Lomali, man. You know what? What are you doing? When you're in front of an audience of 100,000 people's household TVs, man, sometimes the nerves gets to you. You know? It's Luke Lomali. He stands. I won't get it wrong again, I'll tell you that. Yeah, his dad's going to let you know. Damn sure. You better not get it wrong, man. Hey, but Luke went out there ball, my dog. 8 for 12, 164 yards, three touchdowns, one INT. Man, you better not sleep on Ruben Rod and the East Lake Falcons. Chee-hoo. All right, let's move on. Parkland took on El Dorado. Uh, I took Parkland. You took El Dorado, and so did Sean Salazar. And who won? Parkland came out on top 26 to 20. Hold up, hold up. Side note here, Ray Ray Estrada did not play. That is not my fault. He was suited up. Uh, you know what? Come on, man. Ed. There. That's like yeah, keep talking like that because nobody's gonna hear you. That's like the 2007 Urban Rockets going out to play <laughs> without number 15 in the backfield, man. Come on, man. Giovanni Soto. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's. Uh, yeah. Well, anyway, hey, uh, shout out Lay. Uh, yeah. Uh, for getting that win. Uh, uh, Carillo. Yeah. Anthony looked good. 
Juan Gomez, 16 tackles, balling, dog. Balling, balling, balling. 26-20, Parkland over El Dorado. I got a point. Sean and Ed got no points. Just wow. let everybody else know. Let's move on. Devaya took on Burgess. Ooh, this one got And we ugly. called it like we saw it, my dog. Devaya went nuts, man. 67-25 to 25 over Burgess. Our boy, our hmm. boy, Jake Fetty. Yeah. Five for eight, 61 yards, three touchdowns. Um, had to step out for a little bit. Hey, um, do something uh, for me really quick, J-Flo, because we have not properly certified Jake Fetty, even though he is already Stansberry certified. I'm going to go ahead and do the damn thing on episode four, season four. Of the colder zone because Jake Fetty, I said it on nine overtime, is gonna be the newcomer of the year here in the 915, here in El Paso, El Chuco. Three touchdowns, my dog. Yeah. Five for eight before he had to leave the game. The sophomore sensation already has the gear, he already has the swag, my dog. Jake Fetty. Delvay High School, Don Haskins Middle. Welcome again to the Stansberry Certified Team, my guy. Play my damn song. He's certified. See it in my eyes. Shorty like me because he's certified. Well deserved, Jake. Uh, I'll Fetty, put the graphic out this week, Jake. Uh, yeah. Way to well, go out there well deserved, and do the day. He looked big, didn't he? He looks great out mm, there, dude. He looked like a young Stephen Montez out there. <laughs> Let's go. Um, great, great performance overall by that team. Manny Fuller, 10 carries, 86 yards, two touchdowns. Dylan Gonzalez, the sophomore, three receptions. 19 yards, but three touchdowns. Wow. Hey, give it to me if you want to score. I see you, Dylan. I give it see to me if you, you my boy. Score. DG. I got to come up with a nickname for Dylan. DG. Let's go. What number is Dylan? Uh, 13. DG 13. TG13. If you ain't old enough, you ain't ready. <laughs> if you ain't old enough, you ain't ready. Let's go, man. That is Delvia over Burgess, 67 to 25. Let's move on. Chapin took on Coronado at El Paso High. Uh, this was a great venue. Great two best two teams, man, out there for that night. Hey, we all thought that Chapin was gonna come out. Are we overhyping Chapin or what's going on here? I don't think so. They just had a bad game. No, I think Coronado had a good game. Well, Coronado did have I a good game, Coronado and I think Coronado has taken not just one step. They've taken two steps forward into being the team that they want to be, and they are saying, we're going to make the playoffs this year. On the VEC, uh, 7 for 12, 113 yards and two touchdowns, but, but their star, man, was uh, sophomore wide receiver Ben Wilson. Three receptions, 32 yards, and two TDs, man. That dude is smooth, man. He is officially <laughs> on the certified radar, man. Mr. Ben Wilson, no doubt about it. I'm not going to ask you to give us any more information like Colin asked you to give him. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he threw me a curveball. I didn't know Ben Wilson. I didn't know. That was the first time I heard his name. Thomas Murray, 16 carries, 109 yards and one touchdown. Man, Bobby Anderson, six tackles, a half sack. So, you know, we saw Price Saturday morning. Yeah. Right after the game. He knows that we picked against oh, him, right? He was, he was walking on water, so dog. Did, he was feeling good. Did you see when I shook his hand? No. He kind of, like, you know, squeezed my hand a little bit harder than normal, dog. I uh, said, hey, coach. Oh. He said, hey, you, you you know, come on, man. Give us some respect. Give us some respect. You know what I mean? We don't hand out respect. <laughs> I got but that's how you earned respect. Yeah. Uh, Coronado, man. Hey, hats off. Uh, hats off to all, all of uh all of them guys. Yeah, the T-Birds did a great job. Uh, Chapin, Davion, he struggled offensively, man. Mm. Uh, only completed 38% of his passes, 66 yards. Um, Kerry Wade, there's a new there's a new running back out there. 11 carries, 60 yards, one touchdown. Um, Savion Jordan, man, they, they kind of kept him in check. Four catches for 41 yards and no TDs, man. That's the way 
to come out on top against Chapin because that is an explosive offense. But if you don't like that, that wick, homie, it, it ain't going nowhere. Uh, they get the L, but I'm not panicking right now. Uh, Coach Warner is not panicky uh, right now. Coronado went out there. They were the better team. They executed better than Chapin. They won the game. Uh, I'm excited for what Coronado did. Uh, Chapin, they're going to be just fine, everybody. You and I picked Chapin, and Sean Salazar picked Coronado. Okay, so he Sean. called it. Okay, right. okay. Let's Respect. move on to our last game. Riverside took on Isleta. Uh, Battle of Texas 20. This game uh, is always a tight one at the end. This should have been the game of the week, my guy. Isleta came out on top, uh, held the lead the majority of the game, and barely held on at the end. 34-33 over Riverside. Riverside's a young team. Um, but there's hey, there's no excuse, man. Is- Isleta came out to play, and they got a new DJ 2.0, <laughs> like you said, in the house, man. You know what? Uh, DeAndre Jackson, Evan Martinez, it has been a while since I certified any guys. These guys put another game together like this. And it's going to happen. Evan Martinez at QB, DeAndre Jackson, DJ 2.0. Keep <laughs> it up, fellas. We are watching. That is crazy, dude. Isleta looks so good. I was so happy for them, dude. Yeah. Because they ball out. Dude, they get stumped on almost every year, it feels like, right? Mm. They don't They don't show any kind of love to this uh, team out there, man. Nah, man. It is what it is, man. That's going to wrap up our week one Hold up, man. Did you see the Samoan cat for Riverside? Samoa, Misioka? Yeah, but you see that L? <laughs> Listen, man. He does a great job. They all did a great job, man. But that's going to wrap it up for, for week one, my dude. Ooh, that was a long opening, man. Thomas, you still there? You holding in? You I'm hanging here. in? I'm admiring what you guys are doing, man. Hey, I appreciate that, man. Uh, you know what? Uh, we are just getting started. 27,000 downloads here for season four, episode four for your boy Ed Stansberry, J Flow, and Thomas Folden. Don't go anywhere. Cuz we'll be right back. Do you do it for the money? I'd rather do it for the fans. Break out my old caddy. I need you to understand. See, I don't stop rapping. So, how can I retire and renegotiate? I have a crazy passion for helping people. Hi, I'm Thomas Folden with PPR Real Estate, and I run a boutique-style real estate business here in El Paso. I work with buyers and sellers of all types and price points, and my goal is to provide value throughout the process. Sometimes that looks like changing door locks for a client after they just purchased their home or giving a ride to the title company for an elderly client whose kids no longer live locally. I feel like customer service is nearly a lost art. Throughout my 20 years in the United States Army, I have always placed the needs of others above my own. Isn't it interesting that one of the realtor code of ethics is to put the needs of the client above all others, including myself? I provide a custom real estate experience for all of my clients. When I sell homes, I always use professional photography, video, drone footage, 360-degree walkthroughs, and floor plans. I believe your name is your brand. It is very important to me that the quality of my work matches the value I place on my own name. I have been providing real estate services in El Paso for just over four years. And if you or anyone you know is looking for someone to buy or sell a home, then please consider contacting me for a free consultation. I don't just list a home and hope it sells. I work every day to make sure it sells. I wish all the high school football players a safe and competitive season. Thank you. Here. Seasons here. Week two. Week two. Week two. Seasons here. Seasons here. Hey, hey. Welcome, everybody. We are back with uh, episode four. Thomas, really quick, uh, we still have you in studio. Uh, I want you to talk about what you have going on. Um, I think it was an episode or two ago. Um, you know, I shared with our audience, uh, you know, you and I had just first met. Uh, you had sold a house on, on, on my street, Stansbury street out on the East side. And you reached out to me to sign and what I do, I have these, my, uh, 
uh, rookie cards with the Houston Texans uh, that I have blown up and I, I autographed it and gave it to you. Uh, and and that to me, what I said was that to me, like just shows how you uh, go the extra mile for your clients, uh, you know, to put uh, to put the special uh, touches on on uh, um all your real estate transaction. Talk to us about what you got going on. Any special listings that you have that you want to talk about? Let's get into into those details uh, with uh, with uh, you and PPR Real Estate. Yeah, I like to say that uh, my my boutique real estate uh, style. Uh, everything is carefully planned and executed, and uh, I look for places where I can provide value. And sometimes value doesn't always uh, mean dollar signs or right. anything like that. But if I can provide some type of comfort or uh, you know some type of relief from the stress of, of something that's it's, it's very stressful to buy a house, especially right now. Yeah. Uh, you asked about uh, top listings right now or anything like that. No, uh, no top listings. Everything I have right now is under contract and moving, you know, as it should, wow. uh, you know, but, uh, but I'm looking for buyers, buyers that are, that are looking for, you know, that, that red tarp, red carpet type of service. You know, mm-hmm. I like to think of everything. Like uh, if, if somebody was to take care of my mother, who's up in Michigan right now, how would I want her to be treated? Right. Okay. And then after that, wh- what type of uh, value can, can I provide throughout the process to help them get all the way to the finish line? So sometimes, yeah. you know, like there was, there was one property where they had a big pile of wood in the backyard and an inspection was getting ready to happen. So I went over there and I pulled all that wood out, put it in the back of my truck, took it out to the dump, uh, you know, without even being asked. Just right. so that I wow. make sure that, you know, that's not there when the inspector gets there. So they go automatically, oh, look, we got termites. You yeah, know? <laughs> yeah. So, no man, doubt. Yeah. yeah. So anything that I can do. So for any buyers out there in the market, what's the best way for them uh, to get a hold of you? If somebody wants to learn uh, more about uh, Thomas Folden, what's the best way for them uh, to get that info? Yeah, I mean, I'm on Instagram and Facebook. You can see a lot of my stuff there. My phone number is 915-408-8588. And, uh, yeah, I'd love to help them out for sure. Nice. No doubt about it. You heard it right here. Mr. Thomas Folden, J-Flow, where we at? All right, man. Before we get into week two predictions, Thomas, it's about that time, man. Any uh, guess that comes on, man. Uh, <laughs> they got to go through what we call the coldest zone quick minute. You okay. know what I'm saying? Uh, I'm going to throw some questions at you, my dog. Um, I know you're from Detroit, and you you in the middle. Hey, so really, really eight, uh, how far were you from 8 Mile? Oh, that's 8 miles away. <laughs> oh. No, so I was from southwest Detroit. So, okay. Uh, Oakwood Boulevard and Bayside. If you, if Oakwood? You're from Bayside. Yeah, Oakwood? Oakwood? <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Cool deal. Hey, man, I'm going to go through some of these questions, man. Just give me your honest answer, man. You ready? All right. Yeah, let's go. All right, man. Since you've been around the world, man, what's the strangest thing you've ever eaten, man? I know you've been <laughs> around the world, too. Okay, so uh, South Korea, I actually I ate steamed silkworms and live octopus. Oh! Mm. Those suction cups were actually still sucking on the inside of your, your cheeks. Oh! <laughs> oh that's... Bad. That's not like bad. Jay Flo back in middle school. <laughs> Just had <laughs> <that> hot sauce. <laughs> All right, man. Here we go. Next question, right. man. Uh, Twitter or X, uh, Instagram, Snapchat, or MySpace, man. I had to throw that at you, man. Oh, can I just say TikTok? Oh, TikTok. Like there it. you go. I like it. It's my new stuff. Man. I thought you were going to say MySpace, man. I wasn't oh, trying yeah. to age you, man. Hey, but I know. About time. I had a hot playlist on MySpace. I was about what, is, what is MySpace? Shut your old you. Stop it. You guys are oh, old, baby. man. Oh, man. I graduated in 2007. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Okay. Hey. Anyway. <laughs> all, right. all right. TikTok it is, man. All right. Here we go. We're going to get a little bit uh, a little bit more into this. Who wins in a real estate arm wrestling match, <laughs> man? Thomas Folden from PPR. Or Edgar Aweddle with oh. Jackie Stevens. Man, so I, I love everything that they're doing over there, man. I think That's those my guys boy. are awesome. Yeah, uh, so by give them the heat. <laughs> oh, you know what that smoke? <laughs> you know what that smoke? Edgar, where you at? Where you at? Where man? you at, 2-5? Let's go, baby. All right, sounds good, man. All right, here we go. Um, pick one of these, man. Uh, Chico's, Chick-fil-A, Whataburger. White Castle or McDonald's? Oh, yeah. You, you had to throw in the White Castle. White Castle for sure. That's Definitely not Chick-fil-A at all. Okay. Definitely not Whataburger. That's what? Trash. Oh, you going to hurt a lot of people's feelings. <laughs> but that, <man. laughs> I love okay. me some Whataburger. All right. 
Cool. White, White Castle. Castle. Yeah, buddy. All right, cool. Um, what's your catchphrase or your word that you say a lot, man? Because you talk a lot, yeah. right? You talk to a lot of different people. You go, uh, what is it, BNI? Every Tuesday, you and Ed, uh, and you talk a lot, man. What is your catchphrase? What's the word that uh, that you say all the time? Ah, man, I, I don't really have a, a, a catchphrase, but uh, back in the day, it was, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I can get with that. I'm about to say, I think I know somebody else got something. Oh, you All right, here we go, man. Ready? If you had a TV show, man, what would it be called? Mm. So I went down with Tom Fulton. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but it would probably be something about fighting. There know. you go, man. Okay, cool Jay, deal. Jay's was uh, two guys, one cup. <laughs> <laughs> You nasty, you nasty dude. You know you own when you say something like that. I like the first internet, <laughs> first viral video. I mean, that's what I heard. I, that, I don't but. know. Anyway, all right, here we go, man. Favorite show, Street Outlaw. Okay, this is your last question. Actually, you ready? Okay. Street Outlaw, nine O T or nine O T? Oh, damn. Mm. Oh, now I'm going to get put on the spot. Yeah, yeah. It's got to be Street Outlaws, but 90T is is nice. I was about oh, to say, man, dang. you almost, hey, you almost hey, got beat yeah. down, man. <laughs> if I got to get down and give you nine. Hey. There you go. Drop down and give me nine. There you go. I like for it, sure, man. For sure. Thomas Folder, thank you so much for yes, the uh, Colder's Own Quick Minutes, man. And that is it for the Colder's Own Quick Minute. Let's get into week two. Let's do it. For the... Texas high school football. We, there, here we go. So mm. let's start off. Uh, week two matchups. Uh, Thursday night game. We, we got Odessa taking on America's, dude. Uh, that is Thursday. Of course, I'm going to go for America's. I'm sure you do as well. Yeah, I'm going uh, Trey uh, Moore and uh, America's high school. All right. Um, Thomas, once we get into the pick'em, I want you to jump in, all right? And I'll let you know once we get in there. Um... Let's start off uh, Lovington taking on Santa Teresa. I put this game in because it's at home. Okay. And you mentioned, hey, one of these days we got to go out to Santa Teresa. Are we going this week? We might head out there this week. Where's Lovington from? New Mexico. Mm. So Santa Teresa is playing at home. Okay. And a quick stop by, see how the the, uh, Desert Warriors are doing. Let's go check out the Desert Warriors, man. And I'm going Santa Teresa. ST, man, all day. All right, let's move on. San Angelo Central taking on Mountwood, the Rams. Man, this is going to be a tough one for the Rams. Um, Unfortunately, I think San Angelo's probably going to come out on top. But, man, we're rooting for Mountwood. Uh, San Angelo has been pretty good. I wouldn't say dominant, but... uh, uh, yeah, I think San Angelo has upper hand against the Montwood Rams. All right, let's move on. Parkland taking on Austin. Parkland looked really sharp, man. Uh, offensively, they uh, they look good. They need to still find their wide receiver who they're going to be throwing to. Uh, Anthony Cardio looks really good. Defensively, Juan Gomez and company, man. Um, but Austin will run that ball all day long. Yeah, um, I'm gonna go Parkland in this one. Coach Pichardo still trying to find out who his players are gonna be. Who is gonna help Mauso Von Faliafanga? Uh, I'm going Parkland on this one. Lay McWhorter is starts off this season two and oh. All right, let's move on. Rio Rancho is taking on Eastlake. Uh, I don't know. Is this Rio Rancho Cleveland? I know there's there's two Rio Ranchos. But anyway, I'm going to go Eastlake on this one. Um, I feel like they got a little bit of momentum going. I know Rio Rancho, uh, you know, they're a big-time school up in New Mexico. But I'm going to go Eastlake on this. I let Luke Lomali down mm. last week on the show, and I'm not going to do it this week. Ruben Rodriguez, Luke Lomali, get the dub. All right, let's move on. Las Cruces is taking on Eastwood. Uh, listen, Las Cruces struggled a little bit uh, against Americas last week. And Eastwood looks really good, man. They just played a good team last week in uh, South Lake Carroll. I'm going to go the Troopers in this. Julio Lopez and Eastwood Troopers going to beat the brakes off of Las Cruces Bulldogs. You heard it right here. Let's move over to District 4A. Irvin, they're taking on Jefferson. Um, Irvin looked really bad last week. Jeff mm. didn't look any better. So, but I, so I'm gonna go with the Rockets in this one, dog. I'm going with the Rockets too. Uh, Johnny Onsworth, Joe Urias, get them boys 
together. Get them. If I need to go over there and do a speech, you let me know and I'll go over there and do a speech. But the Urban Rockets are not going to lose to Jeff. Let's get Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. That dub. Let's go. All right, El Paso High is taking on Hanks. I like what Coach Felice is doing out there on the east side, man. Hanks. It's going to be big in this one, dude. Uh, I talked to Coach uh, Aguilar, the Tiger King himself, uh, yesterday uh, over at uh, Don Haskins, and nothing went their way uh, last Friday. Uh, man, they got a tall task with Elise and the Hanks. I'm going Hanks Knights on this one, Jake Lowe. All right, in our last game, Socorro taking on Bel Air. Dude, Bel Air's probably going to do what they did to Irvin, man. It's a high-powered offense. Noah Moreno at quarterback. We got Chris Davis um, out there at wide receiver. I got uh, Bel Air on this one. Uh, I don't think it's going to be as lopsided as you think. Socorro, Bel Air's not going to skunk uh, the Socorro Bulldogs. I don't think. Mm. I don't think. Uh, but Bel Air d- gets the dub. Uh, Scoggins two and zero going into week three. All right, now it's time to get into our pickle. All right, is uh, Thomas ready? Yeah, yeah no, you, you ready, man? You gotta let me go first, so that way people don't think I copied off of you. Uh, really quick. That's what um, I have to do because he copies me. We needed. Yeah. A, we <laughs> we need to shout out Thomas. You know somebody on the East Lake Falcons, Ruben Rodriguez, head coach, friend of the Colder Zone. Um, yeah, he's a junior linebacker, number 28, uh, Lawrence McKnight. You want to give a, a shout out, you know, his parents? Yeah, huge shout out. I mean, they're family to us. Uh, okay. You know, they were in, in, in my wedding and they're over there. That's like my nephew right there. So oh, I nice. All the best this season. And I know they're going to do good. Shout out to Law McKnight. Ooh, Lawrence, man. I, I would have loved to have that name. Call me Law. <laughs> Call me Law. Lawrence McKnight, uh, 2-8. Uh, we're going to keep an eye out on, on you, man, just because you are a friend of Thomas Folden in the colder zone now. All right, let's All go right. ahead and get into uh, this week. Week two, pick them. Uh, we're going to start off with... What order are we going to pick? Thomas goes first. I'll go second because you like to bite off mine. <laughs> All right, here we you go. You think I mean, bro, you're going to go on my coattails. Here we go. All right, let's go ahead, man. Uh, El Dorado's taking on Chapin in the Northeast. Oh, man, I like uh, El Dorado. Okay. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go Chapin in this one. Okay. I am going with uh, Ray Ray Estrada is back. I'm going El Dorado. Oh, man. I'm going Frank Martinez and El Dorado. They are a different team with Ray Ray Estrada in the backfield. Let's go, Eldo. All right. Let's move on. Pebble Hills. Taking on Del Valle. Ooh. I'd like to go Pebble Hills, but I'm going Devi. Oh, DV. Not a bad choice, Mr. Folden. Um, shoot, this is a good one. Um, hurry up, dog. Oh, Damn. Um, I'm going to go Del Valle on this one. I'm going to go Del Valle in this one. I like what they did, um, even with Jake Fetty out, uh, you know, the second half of the game. I like Del Valle. Uh, well, with what I know, because, uh, you know, I just got info coming in <laughs> all the time. Uh, Pebble Hills, I did not like what I saw from Pebble Hills last week on Thursday night. Shout out to EP Sports uh, Net uh, for broadcasting that game live. Yeah. They did a tremendous job, job with the instant yes. replay. Uh, shout out Ace. Shout out Mondo. Shout out Coach. Um, 
I'm going Pebble Hills. Uh, they are going to bounce back and they are going to come out. So I'm going Pebble Hills over Del Valle. Mark it down right now. All right. In our game three, Bowie, the Bears taking on Horizon. Um, this is uh, probably not the matchup we would think, but Horizon looked decent last week. Why did you put this game in, man? All the other games weren't. It is what it is. Okay. Just pick one. If it's so good, you're so good at uh, this. Thomas, st- sticking on her. Thomas, who you got? Yeah, well, I'm fiercely territorial. So uh, anything Horizon or East Lake, I'm going for them. So All Horizon right. it is. Horizon. I got Horizon in this one. I am two going Horizon. Right. Actually, it's I am three going <laughs> Horizon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on. Isleta taking on Clint. Ooh, oh, man, baby. I get all my info from the Coldest Zone podcast, so I heard Isleta it just whooped up on somebody last week, so I'm going Isleta. There you Ooh. go. I'm jumping on the Thomas Bolden train. I, I'm going Isleta as well. <laughs> Evan Martinez and DJ 2.0. Isleta. Clint is not going to be able to stop this passing attack from the Indians in the Loa Valley. Isleta on top. All right, and our last potentially nine overtime game of the week. Really? Potential. Ooh. Contender. This is going to be a test for Mike Pry and the T-Birds. Yeah, this Ooh. is going to be a really good test. Ooh. Are you going to apologize to Scott Brooks and his staff for what the comments you made last week? About what? Uh, about them. That they were going to lose? Yes. They lost. What, you, what, what I got to be sorry about? No, I mean team. about them like rolling over because Lalo is only one guy. And and I well, mean, I'm I just mean, saying what people tell me, my dog. Well, I'm happy for them. Good, good, <laughs> good for what they think. But they lost. And they're, they're a great team. And they performed really well. Shout out Lalo. Shout out to all that whole team. Lachlan, they all did really well. I'm listening for an apology. That's what they want. Thomas, you up. <laughs> <laughs> you right now. Thomas, you up. I'm just going to say we go going Kenetio on this one. Oh. Ooh. I'm going to show up. <laughs> I'm going to jump on this uh, uh Pride train, man. I'm going Coronado in this one. Man. Hey, is there room on that Pride Let's train go. for me, my dog? I'm going Coronado on this one. Let's yes. Go. Let's get it done. Yeah, that's going to do it for week two matchups, man. Um, I was victorious week one, so it seems like the trend is going to happen from here throughout, throughout the whole season. Uh, let me tell you right now, Thomas, so, you do not want to miss the end of the year after party uh, for 9-O-T. You are more than welcome to slam down some. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, I mean. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, hey, really quick, before we get out of here, uh, Thomas and Jay, uh, last week on Instagram or last week on social media, uh, we put out Thomas, uh, you know, with the, with the big heart that you have, you wanted to uh, do a little contest or, or donate some cleats, uh, three pairs of cleats out there to uh, kids, uh, athletes, football players uh, in El Paso. We didn't get the response we wanted, um, but let's figure out. So we want to announce a winner this episode. Okay, uh, but let's kind of talk through. Let's kind of work out the details. Um, how can we get more involvement from kids? No, I'm telling you. So let's let's put out the budget that you've you've put forth, so everybody knows we're not talking about some XJ900 cleats or some Rydells that Jay used to wear back in the day. Um, what's S- what's the XJ900? <laughs> I never heard that before. You must be old. You must be like 97 old. <laughs> uh, so let's just kind of talk about it, so we can kind of revamp this and get this out there. We want to do three pairs of cleats. Okay. Um, we know all the type of cleats. I mean, there's Nikes. There's, uh, but what what's the budget that we're looking at uh, for these kids that want these cleats? Right on. So yeah, I mean, uh, I'm just following your guys' lead, man. I saw okay. a hashtag the other day. Uh, it's a hashtag for the kids on your stuff. So I reached yeah. out to uh, Ed and Jay, and I said, uh, "Hey, look, man, I, I want to do something. I want to give back. I want to be a part of this." So, nice. uh, so we came up with the idea of providing three pair of cleats. Uh, you know, my thought was one offense, defense, and special teams, something like that. 
Uh, you know, look, two hundred dollars a pair of shoes, whatever. Damn, you know, hey, that's a on. that's a hefty you know, price get tag. Back in the game for two hundred dollars. <laughs> I'm about to put a Stansbury certified oh, like, logo on the hey, side of that or some for, for for that type of budget. I think everybody will want, and you can almost do custom cleats. Uh, so we'll go. Um, how are we gonna do this? Let's uh, let's have let's have everybody listen. Um, all right, here we go. Here are the parameters. You have to be following Thomas Folden and the Coldest Zone podcast. And you message the Coldest Zone podcast on why you want the cleats, whether it's uh, you put in a lot of work and you give examples of what you did this off season to get yourself ready. And then we'll go through and read those messages, those DMs. We're not asking to post anything on social media, just asking the DM and let us know why. You are, we already know. Obviously, season has started. You got a pair of cleats. You're out mm-hmm. there playing. Uh, but uh, with a $200 pair of custom cleats, my mm, dog, yeah. you got some practice cleats. And now you got some custom game cleats. Uh, and I think that's something that everybody uh, can get with. Thomas, Damn. Jay, you guys good with that? Yes, absolutely. And we'll announce, uh, we'll announce next episode, episode five. Yep. All right. That, I'm with it. You good? There we go. So everybody that wants to join in uh, on the Thomas Folding giveaway, uh, three pairs of cleats. Uh, follow Thomas Folding. Follow the coldest zone. DM the coldest zone on why you think you deserve the $200 pair of cleats. And we will pick the winner on episode five with our title sponsor, Thomas Folden, yeah. J Flow, Jason Floors, and myself, Ed Stansberry. Jay, anything else? That's it, my dog. It is week two. Let's go. It's go time. Thank you, everyone, uh, for listening and tuning in to episode four of the Coda Zone. Thank you, Thomas Folden, the PPR Real Estate. Thomas, final thoughts uh, before we get out of here. I'm looking forward to, to the season, so just come out. Uh, we appreciate you uh, uh, coming in uh, to the studio. Uh, we thank you uh, for sponsoring uh, this Coldest Zone in Season 4. And again, football is back. Season 4, Episode 4 in the books. We'll catch y'all next week. 27,000 downloads for the Coldest Zone podcast. Top 5% download a podcast globally. Don't forget, tell your friends. Tell your family, don't keep us a secret for your boy, Ed Stansberry, J. Flo, and Thomas Folden. That is episode four. We'll catch y'all next week. Cheer! Your niggas